and we're back with another episode of A Little of This, A Little of That with, yes, it is I, me, I'm him, that's the guy, it's You Found Brian. And you know what? I can tell you a couple of things that I've been learning and it's just been, let's just talk about what I've been Googling. It's been a whole lot of climate change. A whole lot of, a whole lot of, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to, I don't want to look at it. I feel terrible that it's happening. And it just seems like it's like a downhill. You know, like everyone's just like, mm, we all agree. Because I was on TikTok. And of course, it's uh, been, it's been basically scaring everyone into looking up climate change things. Uh, I don't know if you also get that on your For You page, but I'll, it's, yeah. we have a limited time, I guess, to change things. We are, so, uh, you know, we, we've got to do something about it. How or what, I don't know, but here's a few things that I was thinking of just on a few notionary terms of, like, what can I do for, for getting rid of carbon out of the air? Now, I don't know about the rest of them, like methane gas and whatnot. Um, here's a couple of things I was thinking, just ideas. Maybe they're not great. Maybe they're not scientifically sound. I don't know. Can you use electrostatic negatively charged particles to shoot carbon out of the air carbon dioxide can it be collected is it is it will it work would it would it work um using vapor or or something to to absorb the sweet 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 carbon dioxide out of the air clean it um i feel like that's a good go but um what i was looking at online was people have these things called uh it's like a co2 scrubber for a submarine but instead of it just kind of like bubbling it out into the ocean uh they they bubble it into algae and then what they do is companies would have to set up a lot of of these basically tubes where they run small amounts of the the gross air right through it and then it just kind of bubbles into the algae and then out of the algae comes oxygen because that's how that works that seems pretty cool but the amount like if if what they showed me and this guy was right on youtube which i'm sure he wasn't because it didn't seem correct he had like what looked like a, 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 some sort of mixer, almost like a shake mixer. Like if you had like a Dunkin' Donuts mug, like double that. So like a, probably a large McDonald's drink. He was like, this is the equivalent of 400 trees. That's great. But I don't think that math is right. Cause that's what he just keeps, maybe that was just his thumbnail because he never f physically said it. But he explained how you can make these things at home. Uh, there, there's also another issue that they actually uh, take in oxygen at night. So I don't know if, if you would be able to leave them under a light forever and then they would just never take in oxygen. I don't know if that's, that's a thing because obviously they need the light to, to have photosynthesis and make the oxygen. So if there's never not darkness, you know, if we never, if we never have darkness, then maybe it would work. 
Maybe that, that's a, you know, algae. That's the future, apparently. But then that makes me think in every home or something, you should at least have, like, a pond, you know? Like, let's start making ponds everywhere. I don't know that that would specifically help. I, I mean, if everyone had a pet fish, and then they were like, that's basically the same thing. It, from what, from the way it's described to me, you basically pump air into the water, and then out of the top bubbles the good, the good air, because the, uh, the algae eats it, which is fine. Or like, you know, they photosynthesize and, and then they take their, their oxygen. So if you had like a fish tank in a sunny area or a well-lit area, I feel like that's good job. You've been helping this whole time. Your pet fish, did you not know? That's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I'm surprised there's not another method for, for capturing physical gas, but um, there's plenty of, plenty of things that I feel like, if you just think outside the box, you know, for instance, they said that uh, pollen, pollen increases because of all of the, the greenhouse gases and climate change and whatnot. So I was kind of thinking of it like, okay, so the earth is a human body, right? Like, let's just think of it like that. You have all these things living on it and we're all, we're all little pals. We're supposed to be, keep a balance, right? So once something gets out of balance, when you get sick, you get a fever and it gets hot. So like climate change, wow, we're getting hot. Earth's got a fever, right? Pollen, what the heck would more pollen do, right? Maybe it's just me, but I could find nothing that has this question and I'm, I'm basically asking the internet, what the heck? Would pollen increasing do why maybe it's a change of you know some cycle because of the difference in temperature? But I think what it is is pollen might have some sort of gaseous absorption fact here that we're not looking at. Like what is stopping people from actually testing? Why are we not using pollen? to see, like, somebody check and see if pollen absorbs carbon dioxide or methane gas, something. I bet you, if you look at it, I don't care what kind of pollen it is. I mean, obviously you should probably look at the ones that are increased because of, of greenhouse gases and climate change. But I think if you look at all of the, the different types, I'm sure there's a slight variation in what they'll absorb. But I bet you if you have more pollen or made like a, almost like a, a CO2 scrubber. If it was like a pollen version of the algae scrubber where you bubble it into pollen, uh, maybe it won't work, work wet. Maybe it has to be dry. Either way, you get what I'm saying. Somehow breathe the air through the pollen without removing the pollen. And then with all of that, the air will come out clean. I bet you, if you look at, that's my theory. It hasn't, there's no proof. I'm just thinking outside the box here, just trying to think why that would occur. And I'm thinking 
you'll find that while it doesn't change a great amount of what's going on, I bet if you looked at climate change and said, run, run that, I mean, maybe honey, maybe honey would work. Because honey's, you know, a byproduct of flowery goods and such, pollen and whatnot. So like, maybe you can take honey and then bubble it into honey. Specifically just like the stickiness of honey. Maybe it'll, you know, that seems like it's a good resource. You know, get a lot, you need the bees. It's, I, I, I really feel like that's, the bee movie was onto something. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld had secretly made a, a movie about bees because he was ready for, for fixing climate change. He didn't know that, but that's, that was the main purpose. So that's been my, that's been my week. I've just been Googling a lot about climate change and you know what? Electric cars sound nice, but where are we putting the batteries? I, I still think there's no, it, it, it's like a give and take. Here you go, landfill, more landfill. Place, like, battery, I don't know if you noticed, but like, sometimes you get an iPhone and then their battery only lasts two years. So, like, people driving a lot, I don't know. It just seems like, unless you have a really, really good battery, there's gonna be like car weight batteries just plopping around and, and it's just gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be everywhere. Everybody gets a, a car by, let's just say 2030, that's electric. What about the gas car? Like, I haven't even looked into that. What, what is my poor little gas car gonna do? Hmm? They're obviously not gonna get rid of gas stations. I feel like the presence of gasoline is like, not eternal, but you know, it definitely won't go away completely, especially because there are pe people who can't buy a, a Tesla and it won't be, uh, it won't be great because people will be like, well, I can't afford it. Unless it gets super cheap, you know? That would be, that'd be really cool if they were really cheap and such. Um, but yeah. <sighs> These are things I think about randomly at like 12 at night and, and then I start Googling and then I'm up till two and then climate change. Then all of a sudden I know about climate change and here we are doing a podcast about it. Why? I don't know. Come on, brain. You you need to do better? No. You know what? You're doing great. Good job, brain. You did it. Um anyway, that's that's all I have. So if you know anything about climate change, I suggest you you brush up on on some stuff and see if you can I mean, obviously helping the earth is good. So if you can help the earth, go for it. If you can't, I understand, but I'm sure there's something you could do like recycle some plastic bottles, you know? D don't, don't be a, don't be a lazy bum. Nah, you're not a lazy bum. You're doing, you're doing all right. But you know, if you, if you had an opportunity, go be, be a green, green fella, you know, grow a plant, yeah. Get some, get some sweet, sweet oxygen in that house, right? So, all right. Thanks for listening. I'm You Found Brian, and this is a little of this, a little of that, 
And you should probably just tell your friends, send this to everyone, you know, make climate change. You know, somebody figure out that pollen thing. That's where I'm gonna end it. All right, get get back to me. Like literally anyone who's listening, you're on it. You're pollen. I, I, I just have a weird feeling that that's the answer. Let it be noted. All right, thanks for listening.